dig. All right, listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Things We Dig podcast. As always, I'm the other Chris. Hey there, friends. Chris Fig. Welcome back, fellow nerds. This is Steve. Greetings. It's AB. It's David. All right, guys. Well, in honor of Comic-Con that just happened down in San Diego, we're going to be talking about all things trailers and Comic-Con related that were released this year. But first, I thought we'd start it off with a lightning round of what would you dress up as uh, to go to Comic-Con? It's famous for all the crazy out-of-world ones. So what would be yours? This might be kind of a random character, but I always thought it was such a cool addition to the Teen Titans show. The the good one, not Teen Titans Go, but Robin dresses up as Red X. I don't know if you guys ever watched Teen Titans, but it was super fucking cool. Cool outfit, cool design. Definitely would like to dress up as that character. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Uh, for myself, I'm maybe a little bit inspired recently uh, by uh, Aaron Rodgers, but uh, why can't you put the bunny back in the box? Going as Cameron Poe, my hair's uh, my hair's getting there from Conair. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see that, man. I just you see that meme, it, you know, where he's sitting there just like letting it all. You got the uh, facial hair for it, too. Man, I'm torn, but I would love to dress up as the Predator. I think that'd be pretty badass if I could pull it off. Dude, and also, if you could just, pull that off, yeah. And I also just said that because I saw the trailer for the another trailer for that Prey movie. And be fucking rad. Need some alien dreads. Well, I was thinking comfort over everything, honestly. And at first, I think uh, Jedi Knight is pretty comfortable attire. And I have long hair, so I could be possibly Qui-Gon Jinn. But then I thought with the newest uh, season of Stranger Things, I could be one of those pizza boys. That one guy, Argyle, has like really long hair. So I'd just get one of those hats and t-shirts. And I'd be set, man. I'd be super comfortable the whole time. And I'd also be participating. So... I think that's the route I would go. Yeah. You you could totally be Argyle. That's hilarious. Um, I'm glad you didn't pick Star Wars because I'm going cliche. I'm a Star Wars fanboy. I would be Darth Revan, man. Do sick ass Darth Revan outfit. Have the purple and red lightsaber and uh, just be a badass, man. I would love it. That'd be dope. Dude, good choice. Not a bad idea. Well, guys, speaking of Comic-Con, uh, what did you guys think? Just in general, what did you guys think of this year's Comic-Con? Was it a, was it a good one? Was it a little bit weak? What did you guys think? Uh, I think my opinion's extremely biased because I went a bunch of years in a row before the pandemic derailed it. So I was really sad this year, seeing like the pictures and stuff of it that I wasn't there. So I thought it was pretty awesome. But as far as the trailers and everything that came out, I don't think it was the like most powerful year ever. That's for sure. Yeah, I would I would partially agree. I didn't follow it too much. I wish I would have read more what the panels were and what people they saw. But as far as, I guess, us expecting releases of trailers and craziness, I was assuming Star Wars was going to do something, but they didn't. So that was ultimately kind of big disappointment. I was really hoping for something Acolyte-related, or I guess they did Andor. I cor- correct, correct me if I'm wrong, they might have done something for Andor. DC's taking over, though. DC's coming in hot. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of on the same sentiment as you guys. It, I mean, there was... Though there's some good stuff that's coming up, 
I think all of it was sort of maybe like second tier and, you know, not to just be a cliche, but for myself, Alex mentioned it, either Star Wars, Marvel or DC are usually like the heavy hitters for myself to be like really excited for something. And I know Marvel released a bunch of like future stuff, which sounds like it could be cool. But at the same time, it just, I don't know, didn't hit me like it did in the past. And with DC, there's some good stuff out there that we'll talk about later. But there was a few trailers that weren't announced that kind of maybe would have maybe a little bit more hype for this year's comic-con so just a little bit underwhelming on my end the clips that i did see uh were cool but like you guys said it didn't seem like past comic-cons might have had a little bit more going on um there were still some cool reveals at this comic-con though i saw the rocks black adam uh panel just a little snippets of that and it was almost like whoever was hosting it i forgot but they wanted to like rush it along and stop with the questions. And The Rock was like, anybody have more questions? He's like, come on, you over there. And he's like, let's keep this going. And they're like, well, fuck it. I guess we're not going to tell The Rock like to stop asking people for questions. So, but it was cool just to see. It seems like he's really excited. I I'm I think that movie looks pretty awesome. But other than that, I, I saw like a breakdown of Marvel's next phase, but I didn't really look into that too deep. I just saw the titles and some of the titles look pretty interesting. So, well, let's just get right to it then. So who, so which trailer do you think won Comic-Con? I'm going to be biased again and say, uh, Lord of the Rings, man. We've talked about it a bunch on the pod. And for me, it's my favorite trilogy and the series that's coming out. You know, some of the stills were maybe a little not so not so great looking at first. In the first teaser trailer, I was like, okay, this looks like it's going to be pretty good. But the trailer they dropped at Comic-Con looks amazing. So for me, I would say that's the one that made me really excited for Comic-Con. Yeah, but I don't think you're, you're biased on that. I mean, that one was clearly leaps and bounds better than the other ones. Oh, hell yeah. Hands down. I think the amount of money they're spending on this is probably one of the most expensive series out there. So Amazon is really, really putting it. And I mean, it looks the same quality great as the original, the Balrog. It shows that it shows him show up and you're just like, holy shit, man, like so many worlds, so many new characters definitely made me question what's going on with this. And maybe it's more than one season, hopefully, but definitely take it took the cake. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree. There's some other ones I really liked, but that just the cinematography in that series looks like it's just going to be on the next level compared to some of the other offerings on the table. Hands down. Um, I kind of, I agree with you guys, but one other trailer that I thought was interesting is the Black Panther, because it'll be interesting to see which route they go now that Chadwick Boseman, RIP, is no longer here with us. So I've heard it's like a tribute to him in a sense as well. So I'm kind of excited to see how that movie turns out. I kind of felt that one is a, uh, that trailer was a tribute to James Cameron. Definitely had the, yeah, water avatar vibes to it i mean i guess they go to atlantis so i'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one dave and i am not excited for black panther dude Mm -hmm. because of lack of chadwick boseman and i don't it just seems like i don't know i don't know how to say it without being a hater man but i'm just not not into the story i'm into i'm not excited for shuri's story as the new black panther yeah, I want to see how they, I just want to see, I'm interested how they explain what happened and things of that nature, you know, I'm sure, I mean, it's no secret. We've all talked about it on this pod that it just seems like for the most part, Marvel is just over saturation right now, man. And 
not the best. So uh, I'm still interested to give it a watch, though. Yeah, Black Panther, I mean, visually looks great. And they're going to introduce some more, do some underwater scenes, which could be really well done. But just it's hard, you know, without, you know, obviously Chadwick Boseman passing. I feel like there's no win-win in this situation. It's like if you do replace them, people are going to hate on the MCU for replacing them and probably bashing the individual who did replace them and saying like, oh, this person doesn't live up to being Black Panther or not having him in there. And people are like, oh, you should just replace them. So I'm curious to still see it because I think uh, visually and maybe storytelling, it could be potentially good. But at the same time, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Chris. I'm like, am I overly excited to see Shuri or someone else take the mantle? Not really. So... But we'll see how that turns out. I will say that that trailer had the best song of any trailer. That song was dope, dude. It got me hyped for a movie I'm not interested in. <laughs> yeah, good mashup of the what Bob Marley song and then jumping into Kendrick Lamar's song. Just a brief, brief stint. So that was really cool. I like that. It did, but like the chanting moments, just like the kind of, uh, you know, the tribal part of that. Again, it it made me feel like it's Pandora. Even like, some of the characters, like they're like blue characters. Yeah, like, I thought it was a, like an it's avatar. The right? Atlanteans so when they're out of the water. Mm. You got the blue. Namor isn't like that because he's part human. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I got one that maybe you guys didn't watch or isn't on your radar at all, but Sandman, Neil Gaiman, comic from like a legendary comic, said by a lot of people to be like one of the greatest comics of all time from the 90s. Uh, they're making it into a show and he's been heavily involved with the development of it. It looks like it's going to be really fucking good. Did any of you guys check this out? No, I have not. I just saw the the thumbnail for it, but it did look pretty interesting. Do you know the, like a brief synopsis or premise for, for it? Yeah, it's been a while since I've read it, but basically there's, I want to say, there are these things called the Endless. There's seven of them, I want to say, and Dream is one of them. He's the main character. And basically how it is, is like they control dis- different aspects of like reality. And if one of them were to fall into chaos, reality could end. And he gets trapped like in a cult group and for about 70 years. And it's about him when he gets out of this entrapment in the modern day world and his dreamscape is all fucked up and then on the verge of collapsing and he needs to like go fucking fix his kingdom basically. And it is really good. So it takes place partly in the real world and then a lot in the dreamscape. So it's going to have fucking probably crazy visuals and stuff. Oh yeah. That sounds wild. I feel like this was a project that was uh, maybe announced like a long time ago or they made something or an attempt to make it. I do want to say it was in production for a while and the pandemic really screwed it up, but it, and I was kind of nervous after that, but it, it seems like it's going to be pretty dope. I'm fingers crossed. Check it out, dudes. Yeah. It's that the story, dope. the story of the Sandman from, uh, it's Adam Sandler. His, it's a biopic about Adam Sandler. <laughs> I first <laughs> thought there's that, if you guys saw that recent movie, it was a horror movie, Sandman. Um, Jordan Peele, I think, helped produce it. Yeah, this is definitely not a <laughs> happy or light story. No. So, no, not it at all. Sounds sick, man. Candyman? Think, oh, yeah, Candyman. Candy wow. Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, I was like Sand- yeah, I was like Sandman. Yeah. I was like, I've never heard of that Thank one you, before. Candyman. <laughs> Similar man <laughs> at the end. Yeah, I think uh, I've, you guys ever hear of Superman? <laughs> yeah, it really reminded me of uh, The Man. You know, with uh, what's her name? She plays soccer and she dresses as a man. Mia Hamm. Uh, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda Bynes. Bend it like Beckham. <laughs> oh, Mia Hamm. Anyways, we digress. 
not to go off too far, but we did watch, uh, we were watching um, the trailers and uh, it also showed Hulk the or She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know why I missed that one or had that come out with Comic-Con, but I just recently saw that. It looks... I had seen, I saw like a little snippet about it or I don't know where I saw it before, but I guess it's based off of this comic book series mainly. And it seems pretty lighthearted, but she's his cousin, I believe. And he, somehow she gets exposed to the same gamma rays or whatever, you know? And so she also gets the power of being the Hulk, but I don't know if she stays in that form or if she goes in and out of it. But yeah, it's, We'll see how it goes. It looks like uh, it's supposedly going to be set in the 80s, I believe. She's a lawyer, and I don't know. That's all I really know. Yeah, it's, it's an intentional skip for sure. <laughs> uh, it's set in, in normal time, like present time, because uh, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it, and he's playing Hulk You know, in the show. It's his cousin. Yeah, just one of those ones that probably going to not check out, not because of any real reason other than just didn't really gravitate my attention too much. And of course, they at the very end of this Comic-Con trailer, they showed a uh, quick snippet of Daredevil making his appearance at the end. So it's like, again, (laughs) Steve, you're you're right, man. It's like they're going to show Daredevil and that's why people are going to go watch it because they're like, oh, Daredevil is going to be in this show. (laughs) <laughs> so my, I might catch a episode of two of uh, Matt Murdock being in those episodes. Yeah, that's what they got to do. Though, right? They got to uh, no nobody's a star of their own show. They got to bring in someone else just to get people excited. And the title just sounds like one of those, you know, straight to DVDs, right? Like She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have a super biased opinion, so I feel like I shouldn't talk about Marvel right now because I am checked out, dude. Burned out and burned down. I will not be watching it. <laughs> I'm jaded, <laughs> admittedly. <laughs> I know you were jaded on another franchise, but something that could be really, really fucking cool, and that's Game of Thrones, House of Dragon. Are you guys uh, excited for for that series to come about? Oh f- fuck yeah, dude! I'll be I'll be watching it. I'm not still season eight sucked dick, but I will be watching House of the Dragon. I second that. I will be watching it. Game of Thrones is still amazing it had some some crap moments at the end and a very lackluster finale but it was still like 90 percent was mind-blowing agree with that 100 does this take place after what happened it's in a the prequel prequel Pre- okay yeah, the before Targaryens a couple yeah are. yeah a couple hundred years before okay it does look really i mean visually it does look interesting i know we've been saying that a lot we're not just visual people but story also could be well done and well written says to be going up against the lord of the Rings series too they're kind of very similar in in styles and in story i think game of thrones is uh the house of dragon is premiering i think in a couple weeks and then lord of the rings the series will be like a week or two after that so they'll be kind of kind of neck and neck of uh streaming streaming wars you know yeah that's dope i'm excited for that though more to watch well, let's talk about another stinker, uh, the Munsters. Womp, I was so womp, womp. I was excited when I heard about it and that they were gonna be a little bit campy with it and have an old school feel. And then the trailer came out and they're like way too fucking campy. I don't know what they were thinking. It just looks bad. It just I don't know. It looks bad. But who dude, proved it? 
the thumbnail, when you saw it, the thumbnail alone, her, uh, Herman Munster just looks too like cheesy where I thought he would like be tight on visuals, them like looking prosthetically like amazing and scary almost, but then it being goofy and campy because the Munsters is funny as hell. If, if you haven't watched the Munsters, it is a great show. I, 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 I loved watching it when I was younger and it just it just had the vibe of of being a of a, a very low budget film, and I, I feel like we're kind of being trolled a little bit, but maybe not. Like I don't know. Watch the trailer, y'all. I thought the uh, the makeup and the uh, the costumes looked pretty good. I mean, they were pretty spot on. But then he got like Herman Munster's like his voice is just just pretty weird. The grandpa was really good though. I'll give you that. Yeah, the grandpa looked looked the best i think i was gonna say like comparatively to the old show like they look pretty similar to me but it is like an interesting production especially when you consider rob zombie is behind it so i was like oh this is gonna be a really interesting take but uh i don't know we'll see if i heard rob zombie was attached to the monsters on paper i would think that he was doing something really outside of the box with it Mm -hmm. so we'll see i guess maybe this is like a, a show that he used to really enjoy as a kid or something, dude. And he was just trying to not change it up too much. And maybe he just went a little too overboard with the campiness. But we'll see when the full film comes out. One of the trailers I saw for Comic-Con that I didn't think I would be excited for, I didn't even know they were making it, was this Dungeons and Dragons movie. I, I can't remember the subtitle for it, but they're a band of thieves that are going about their adventure in this world. And dude, it seems like, unlike the monsters, this has the right amount of campiness and self-humor in it. But it also seems like they're going to pay really good homage to the source material. Like they did their research, uh, Chris Pine is the main guy in it, uh, as well as a few other famous people. And it looks like it's going to be really fucking good, man. I was surprised. I'm I'm stoked for it. Went from not on my radar to high up on my list. What do you guys think? I'm right there with you, man. I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. And when I watched the trailer, I mean, Chris Pine, dude, I mean, he's been, you know, pretty funny and shows that he could be, you know, a great lead role. And again, another show with dragons and that fantasy element. I'm on board. Yeah, I mean, coming in an era where there's superhero movies left and right and all this, it has that 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 vibe, but it looks completely fresh, whole new worlds, fantasy all the way. I don't know. I don't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons, but I got that vibe that, like you said, Chris, it was sticking to its research and, and holding it down. Who was it? Michelle Rodriguez is in this. And that's the only person I know other than that, but looks good and visually pretty damn good for it probably being a fuck ton of green screen. Yeah, watching the trailer of this was uh, one of the movies I, w- I thought, like, can you imagine, like, these guys acting for this movie? It's got to be just them in a warehouse with green walls. Oh, bro. We see the behind the scenes with these these people. Like, just just you're on a wire and you're like, okay, there's, there's a dragon right there. So They got, like, a ball on a stick. They're like, this is a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it did show that dragon and it was blowing out what looked like dra- like rock, like hot rock at first and fire but at first and that looked sick too it wasn't just like your typical dragon fire it's like <laughs> liquid hot like magma. magma this this pretend this mop is blowing liquid hot magma at you it's a dragon be afraid chris <laughs> oh, damn <laughs> i think it's it looks awesome for all the reasons you guys said it almost seems like dungeons and dragons was maybe just slightly before us 
my uncle loves Dungeons and Dragons. He's played it my entire life. He has like his friends, they have parties, they'll like drink and have their campaigns and stuff. And then all of the sudden, Stranger Things, obviously going back a little bit in time, they focus a lot on Dungeons and Dragons from the very first season all the way through the show. And it looks like a lot of fun, but it seems like it's going to have a massive resurgence, especially with it being oh, in yeah. Stranger Things and also this new series. But Dude, I'm it, all already, for- it already has, man. Like at the yeah. shop i play like the war gaming at dude always people they're playing dungeons and dragons they have tons of shit for it on sale and the dude said dude since the beginning of the pandemic like people started playing online and everyone's playing in person i've been Damn. wanting to do it honestly like just just for fun and i mean hey we could uh we could skip the pod and do some uh D. <laughs> critical, critical role we're taking your shit down Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see just what they do with it. It looks like a cool show, a fun watch. Yeah, green. Um, so I guess another kind of similar, I mean, not similar in, in fantasy, but kind of similar in, in visuals, I would say. And kind of the, I guess there's a fantasy element to it, but Shazam, Fury of the Gods, the new uh, movie with Zachary Levi. Um, you know, for DC, kind of Shazam was always that more upbeat, more colorful, more playful type of movie. And this one looks like it's going to be on a larger scale. The first movie kind of, you know, was, I mean, not kind of, the first movie was an origin movie. So it was a little bit on a smaller scale. So this one looks pretty good and kind of hoping we get uh, Shazam versus Black Adam eventually. So what do you guys think of this new Shazam trailer? Dude, when Shazam came out, I was almost like DC for the movies that had come out up to that point. In my opinion, I was just like, and eh, whatever about them. And so then I saw Shazam and I was like, uh, this looks like more so directed at kids and it probably won't be that great. And one day I just caught it on like Showtime or something. And it was really good, man. It was really funny. Like you said, it was lower budgeted and you could tell like they probably just didn't want to put a whole lot into it. But I think they got a lot more back than what they thought. And I think it was pretty well received. And so going into this new movie i'm excited for it for that reason just what you said with the bigger budget i think it's going to be a little bit more exciting hopefully it looks like you know in the trailer now all of his siblings uh uh, all these foster kids have the ability and the power and the magic to be super humans so i don't know if it's gonna go like over the top in this one or not but uh i'll give it a watch i'm excited for it uh, looks good to me, but it did definitely have more of like a, I don't know, like DC's movies are, I feel like at least all have a different vibe and feel to them. And this one looked very, like, I would think it was a Marvel trailer almost if I didn't know that it was a DC property. So I kind of got that vibe from it, but the first gem, uh, the first exam was really good. So I know it's not going to be like that. So I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. The vibe they went with for the trailer personally. Lucy losing it. I would say for for myself as as fun as it looks, and I'm you know I'm pretty excited to see it. I like Zachary. I like Zachary Levi. Uh, the villains though, Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu. I feel like I don't know. They kind of reminded me of uh, Rita Repulsa from the Power Rangers movie. So, <laughs> I, I just hope they're sinister. I hope they're they're valid villains. And again, we talked about it being kind of more of a family oriented type of a superhero movie. So I hope they're not too cheesy and over the top and they could be like actual sinister villains yeah i kind of got that vibe too with like her staff and everything but uh helen mirren i mean if anyone knows how to act it's gonna it's gonna be her this movie does look really cool of course the cgi looked fantastic on it i didn't see any flaws and just a whole lot bigger than the first movie so yeah it's one of those movies that's just like really good but you're not blown away by it 
I'd hope to see, I mean, all about cameos, baby, but be cool to see some Superman maybe pop in. I don't know. Or I guess you said Black Adam, but since he has a movie coming out, I wonder if they would do that that quick or if they would mash up two people who are coming out with movies. I wouldn't doubt. It might be cool. I wouldn't doubt that they bring in somebody within, because I'm not too familiar before Shazam. I wasn't familiar at all with the superhero arc or narrative or characters that were involved with this these DC comics, you know? So I wouldn't be surprised if they bring somebody in who we just don't even know about to, you know, yeah. go into the next one or possibly tie it into the Black Adam film. Somebody new would be cool. I feel like they're definitely going to tie it into Black Adam just because this is Shazam's second movie and Black Adam is supposed to be his like arch nemesis, you know, kind of like Batman the Joker, Lex Luthor to Superman. That's what Black Adam is to Shazam. And I feel like in the third movie, you definitely got got to get Black Adam and Shazam going up against each other. Dude, and then definitely they're going to summon Kazam and it's going to be a fucking magic fest, mm. my friends. <laughs> I am Kazam. And then Sinbad will come out and be Shazam from a different dimension. That'd be mind blower. <laughs> you just been mandela <laughs> Welcome to the Mandela Zone. The Mandela Zone, baby. Well, talking about mind blowers, John Wick 4 just got released too, if not one of the movies with the most mind-blowing headshots that I've ever seen in my life. That one's going to be pretty wild. I got to I gotta go back and remember what the third one was, but he's back. Very samurai vibes to it. It looks pretty dope. And he said one word, I think, in the trailer. Motherfucking Morpheus popped up or somebody's like, are you ready? And he went, yeah. 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 <laughs> Very like, yeah. So. I'm pretty sure John Wick has maybe said like 20 lines in all four movies dude it's brilliant man dude, john wick is one of those movies where like the action is a little bit unbelievable how you know how he wouldn't get hit or wouldn't get shot but it's so fucking good and choreographed so well and the story works so well that you don't care you're like yeah i just want him to be a badass and take out everyone and be a one-man army and get through all this shit and then i want to go into the next movie and see him do the same goddamn thing again and i am very excited for number four dude it looks dope it looks just like more of a fucking great thing mm-hmm What's his name? Uh, seems to be the villain. Donnie Yen. Oh, that's who. That's who. That was his name. Okay. Yeah, Donnie Yen from like the Ip, Ip Man movies. Uh, it looks like it looks like I saw like some samurai armor and stuff. Oh, which dude, be Japanese, love, yeah. but Donnie Yen is from Hong Kong. So Ip Man, fucking great. So that yeah, uh, looking really looking a lot dude, forward to I, that one. I am one with the force, and the force is one with me, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was Chiru. The last great Star Wars movie they made. <laughs> Well, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I just love the world that John Wick, just a, a league of assassins. And it just, like you said, Chris, you just want to see him be a badass. Maybe he's not, you know, the most outgoing, talking kind of assassin, but it's like, who cares? It's fucking Keanu Reeves being a badass, taking out people, being reunited with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. So I'm all for it. And I was wondering where that a guy from Resident Evil, where I knew him from. Oh, yeah. Hiroki Sonata, I believe, how he's pronounced his last name. Uh, well, I'm talking about the, the black guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese guy. Yeah, I'm talking about the guy from Resident Evil, the uh, the African-American actor there. Mike Epps? <laughs> did, you say, <laughs> did you say Resident Evil or Mortal Kombat? Yeah, Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, the, oh, the, yeah. the new, ser the new yeah, series? Yeah, the new series. Is, you know, oh, uh, um, the dad, I know you're right? talking the dad about. is the uh, oh, he was on, uh, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, dude. He's the very uh, timid. Lan He's also in Lost. Yeah. Way back. Lance Reddick is his name. 
You guys yeah, forgot I was trying to look actor. up the other guy. Uh, he, he he has a brother, but he played it. Oh, uh, Skarsgård. Yes, Skarsgård. Skarsgård, yeah. I think, I believe is in this Yeah, as Alexander? Well. Yeah. Bill's, Bill. Bill. Oh, that one's Bill. Mm-hmm. Alexander Skarsgård was in uh, that, uh, that True Viking movie that just came out recently. That oh, is, the Norse, yeah, yeah, Norse Norseman. Norseman, dude. Fucking badass, by the way. But That looked good. I haven't seen it, though. It's on Peacock right now. But I'm all for it. Yeah. Like you guys said, it's a pretty out there mo- movie. I mean, John Wick 1. Who would have thought you it, could, would, it would go this far? You could argue that this John Wick is like uh, what Morpheus and uh, Neo stuck in the Matrix somewhere. Dude, he's still pissed about his puppy being killed. <laughs> what if they just made a, a movie with Keanu Reeves and all the characters he's played over the years? Constantine, Bill, John Wick, Mor- uh, not Morpheus, uh, Neo. That'd be kind uh, of fucking cool, man. The, the coach from Hardball. Yeah. <laughs> The coach from Hardball. He was also in the replacements, right? Was he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the quarterback in the replacements. Was one of his best characters, Jack Travers. Jack Travers. I'll give you a hint. Pop quiz, asshole. Speed? Speed. Good job. Oh, oh yes. Speed, too. Dude, yes. Speed was wild, dude. Pop quiz, asshole. <laughs> That's that was good, pretty man. good. <laughs> I feel like all of them, and they'd be like, whoa, yeah. Just all say like one word each. That's the multiverse like, we need. Oh, yeah. The Keanu-verse. That'd be dope. All right, fellas. Hell yeah. John Wick 4 is going to be so dope in a lot of these movies and TV series that we talked about. But thanks for joining us on another episode of Things We Dig. Later days, my friends. Have a good night, nerds. It's the other Chris. Keep on digging those shovels out there. Always a good time, my friends. Peace out. If you're wondering if we'll be back, well, yeah, I'm thinking we'll be back. <laughs>